With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Let's talk some Longhorn basketball yep. right here. Uh, Zarek Onyema, the UTEP transfer, uh, I think is either wrapping up his official visit right now or wrapped it up late last night. I know he got in very, very late Monday night slash early Tuesday morning. Uh, really productive player for UTEP. Craig Texas saw mm-hmm. him in the opener this year. Uh, played in 32 games, 31 starts at 20 minutes a game, 7.1 points, 4.4 rebounds per game. Uh, played for Rodney at UTEP, yeah, his right, freshman and, year, and right? RT, RT recruited him, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that 2020-21 season, RT's last year at UTEP. Only played in five games, but yeah, he played. RT recruited him. He played for him for one year at UTEP. Half a block shot, point six deals per game. Um you know, I I like and and Texas is one of the schools in the mix for him. He's got a a couple of different suitors. the The thing that I like about him, though, the the role that I think he could fill if he were to pick Texas, I really like him in the Christian Bishop role. A guy that you know, what is Zarek on him? A six seven? I think he's six seven two hundred somewhere around there. As a four, let me see. Yeah. Still, okay, this hasn't listed a six eight two fifteen. So he's in the he's kind of Christian Bishop's size, but I think a lot like CB was, especially like once he really hit his stride and really harnessed that role of being a bench guy. I think that spark plug off the bench that can come in, give you a guy that you know can be a rim runner and a rim protector, uh, but can rebound, do the dirty work for you. Uh, and I think with you know you look at his skill set at UTEP, I think you can pair him with Caden Shedrick. Uh, and or Dylan DeSue. I think there's maybe times where if you wanted to, not not for long, but in stretches, maybe you could play all three of those guys together. But you think about him and Brock Cunningham, I, I think Zarek Onyema, again, if he were to pick Texas, he could have the same kind of impact CB did last year and, and pair him with Brock Cunningham. You, it can really solidify your bench, I think. And then the thing mm-hmm. I like about Oyema, he's a two-year guy. Yeah. So you know you've got DeSue and Shedrick for sure for this year. Uh, we know Dylan's going after after this year, but and so is Brock. But you could come back for the twenty four twenty five season with Oyama probably maybe moving into a starting role. Get Caden Shedrick back for one more year, and now you're talking about a front court that you don't have to completely overhaul. You know, at this time next year in the portal, or you know, looking at high school recruiting or whatever. So, I think that would be just a really good solid addition. I know when you look at portal additions, I think we, you know you get carried away and get look getting Max Aismas and Caden Shedrick was huge for them. But this is the kind of piece that. Kind of like Jabari Rice last year, Craig. You know, we were talking about uh, adding Tyrese Hunter and the guys that were coming back, you know, when Timmy Allen made the decision to come back and then all those guys, you know, made their declarations. And I know everybody was excited about Tyrese, but in a Jabari, there wasn't a lot of sh- a shine on Jabari when he made yep. that announcement. It's kind of like, all right, got this cat from New Mexico State. Yeah, he was productive over there. Well, you know, it turns out that. You know, Rodney Terry and that staff, they knew what they were doing by adding him in. RT said it plenty. He, he had firsthand experience going against Jabari Rice out in the whack. That, that UTEP-New Mexico State rivalry, Craig, you talk to UTEP people, that's a bigger deal than I, I realized it was. 50 miles apart, and it is yeah. a rivalry. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. 
Um, so they, yeah, they get together twice, twice a year in, in basketball. So RT saw, saw plenty of Jabari Rice, but I, th- that's the kind of pickup I think. Then I'm not saying Ayama would have the same type of impact that Jabari did, but it's kind of one of those you're not really going to focus on it too much, but this is the kind of roster addition. Again, if you get him, if he decides he wants to come to Texas, that's the kind of roster addition you don't think about it until that guy helps you win a big game in conference or has that, like we saw Christian Bishop have, you know, one of those eight-minute stretches in a postseason game, a conference tournament, or an NCAA tournament game that you look back and like, man, that was really critical to helping you win that game. So he's got the kind of skill set that could definitely help you uh, they can definitely help you win in March. I'm trying to pull up his uh, his game logs. This thing is not cooperating with me. Sports reference. There we go. In the opener against Texas in 22 minutes, he was 3-for-3 three three from the field. Uh, made his only three. Ten points, uh, two boards. Did have one turnover. Oh, that's why he, we, I don't know, four fouls. So his minutes were not, I you know, probably where they were at. At various points in the year, but he had ten points in the opener uh, against Texas. Yeah, so back in there, okay. So we'll, you know, had a, had a double double in a road game against FAU. Uh, had ten and nine uh, in the game at UTSA. So this guy's, this guy's, he's been able to produce during his career. Yeah. Well, all right. So and he's finishing up. Did I say earlier UTEP was in the whack? I know Com- Conference US, UTEP's in Conference USA. Conference USA. New Mexico State's in the whack, but they do play each other twice a year, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like a conference game. Yeah, kind of a home. Kind of like home a conference series. Uh, swap off. There. Uh, Kendall Weaver also. I, I with, when the portal guys, I, I don't like the hype up a visit until they're actually I, I get confirmation that they're on campus. On campus, you yeah. never know. Plenty of portal guys schedule visits and then they cancel one. What are you in College else. Station? Uh, either Monday or yesterday. I think he's. I think this is the week where he's starting. Uh, he's done his in homes and and kind of started to narrow his schools down. Uh, so I think he's in the process of doing that. But yes, he's supposed to. Uh, he's supposed to be getting to Texas. I want to say it's either today or tomorrow mm-hmm. that he'll be getting to campus. Okay. Um, I believe it's today that he gets in, but we'll. Is is uh, I should be able to confirm that here. Is TCU soon. also on the list for him? I'm gonna check. Um, give me give me a minute to look that up. But Kendall yep. Weaver's another guy that you know jumping in the portal from UTA. You talk about building your your backcourt right now. The only guy you've got locked in right now is Max Asmus. That's mm-hmm. it. Can't say Tyrese Hunter is locked Not in yet. because he's still going through the draft process, and we're getting. We're getting down to time where guys are going to start making those decisions, and I'll I'll pull that up here shortly. Uh, but let me, won't you? Uh, I don't know if you want to read the text line or anything, Craig. I'm going to uh, pull up. How, first of all, let me also ask you this: How about the how about the tweet from Dylan Mitchell yesterday? Here, here's the thing I would say on that: um, I, I would not. Don't read anything into anything Dylan Mitchell posts on social media because he's got his reasons why he does what he does. Yeah, good, bad, like, and different. Oh, man, he, he's liking all these tweets by Arterio Morris and Arterio Morris leaving. That means he agrees with them. I'm like, well, they're friends, so guys look at it differently. He's wishing but, him best of luck. But if you look at most of Dylan's tweets, like the stuff that he likes or retweets, it's almost like a motivational thing. Like he'll search out the stuff where people are saying, "Oh, you have no business going to the draft," or oh, "Dylan Mitchell's terrible. He, he wasn't that good this year." He'll like and retweet that stuff and promote that. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. He will. So I'm like, you can't you can't read too much into him making definitive decisions. On he just that. had a, a tweet of him with no comment attached. It was just him yeah, in his and his uniform. People are like, "Oh, is he coming back?" I'm like, "Dude, it's just a picture of him on in the his floor. uniform. Yeah, no words, yeah. nothing." 